to always get the latest Game Tea, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at The Game Tea Podcast. We post frequently, giving you podcast updates, posting gaming news, and the occasional meme. Check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach. And I'm Zar. We kind of hyped, we didn't really hype it up, but we gave a little teaser as to what we're doing today. Last week's episode, we talked about a little bit of predictions that we thought were going to happen with Nintendo and Xbox at their uh, showcases that they had. And uh, Zach's upset. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Zach, are you all right, buddy? (laughs) You know, I'm kind of happy though, because... I did say that this would be a rumor, and the rumor came true, so I just like to tell my, my um, listeners, even though um, my rumor was vastly overhyped, still got the day right. It's the little victories right now, especially after that event. Hey, silver lining, there's no PlayStation in this episode. Essentially what Zach is saying is he wished upon a star, and the wish came true, but instead of getting his wish of a thousand puppies, an angel dropped down from heaven and punched him right in the throat. I was going to say, give me a naked cat. That's what I was thinking. Here's your hairless cat. <laughs> oh my god, I hate hairless cat. Why are you naked? Man, Krista wants to get a hairless cat. Please keep telling her these things. <laughs> Their skin feels like the top of a baby's head. I really wish you didn't say that. <laughs> First off, what baby head are you touching? Yeah, Whose baby? Where did you get a baby? Don't worry about it. No, you know. You can't. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today. We're talking about... The, present, the showcases for Nintendo and Xbox from last week. We've got our residential Nintendo guy and our residential Xbox guy talking about how their predictions came true and where they were a little off. And I would like to hand the mic over to Zach. Zach, the floor is yours. All right, so um, here is what I predicted. You guys ready for this one? Yes. Um, those Super Mario remasters that people have been talking about since like late March. I was like, that will be there for sure. Mario's 35th anniversary from when the original Super Mario came out was in September. That'll give us plenty of time to get hyped for this. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> F-Zero. Um, yeah, they still don't know what that is. Um, Pikmin. I don't think anyone knows where they went. <laughs> New Xenoblade Project or Breath of the Wild 2 tease. Oh, God, I was a dreamer. Um, <laughs> this is becoming funnier the more you read. <laughs> something, something Metroid. <clears throat> Here's what we got. And bear with me, because it's a lot, all right? Just just hold on. Don't want to run out of breath. Cadence of (laughs) Hyrule DLC. You know, you get three little uh, season pass thingies for um, Cadence of Hyrule, which is pretty cool. It's like something, JP, have you tried Cadence of Hyrule? Dude, I know it sounds exactly like my kind of game, because it's music and it's Zelda. I'm waiting for a good sale, and then I'm copping that. All right. So they announced a lot of DLC. They're incorporating a lot of music. And JP, you're like this. One's coming from Majora's Mask. It's like an entire DLC thing on it. Yeah. You play a Skull Kid. Now, as hype as this DLC was, I mean, like, as like, Gaines Hyrule is a good game, but it's been out for like a year now. And like, DLC is cool, but they could have tweeted this out. Like, for God's sake, they tweeted out the Paper Mario announcement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Any freaking way. Here's the next game. Yeah, it's called the WWE, I don't even care, um, Battlegrounds. <laughs> you even wrote WWE Battlegrounds trash. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the game, it looks like some crappy arcade game that like they barely put it, together. It seriously does. It looks like a PlayStation 2 wrestling game. <laughs> <laughs> it looks terrible. And like this is after like they released like a WWE game last year, like WWE, or it would have been two years ago now, 19 that was notorious. Like its FPS was like borderline unplayable. Like it was going between 10 to 20 frames. Oh God. This is a company that makes oodles of cash and can totally do the right job, but they just did not care. And now they're trying to sell us on like even more half-assed port. It looks even worse than that, guys. This is how I'm trying to say this. It's like pop figure wrestling. <laughs> that could have just not been in a direct. That could have, they've already announced this game. No one was excited for it. Just let it die, all right? 
there's like six people out there that just can't wait to get their hands on it. There's like six YouTubers that make money off these videos is why they're buying the game because they're like, look how bad this game is. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> That's how much I don't like WWE right now. Like their, their games and how they've been treating Nintendo slash the people who purchase Nintendo versions of their games is totally crap. So they deserve all the trash they're getting. The next thing they presented must have been worthwhile, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, so <laughs> High Res Studios, um, I kind of hyped them up because they released a uh, Smite. Uh, Smite is their MOBA, and uh, they released a Battle Pass with Avatar, which I was like, that's such a smart business decision. Like, Avatar hype has never been better. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, but anyway, they released a trailer for Rogue Company, which looks like, I don't even know how to describe it. It just looks like another, it's not like a Battle Royale. It's like a CSGO, but it's more like objective-based. But that was already an alpha and everyone already knew about it. So they just released a trailer showing that's coming to Nintendo Switch. And it's cross-play and cross-platform, which is pretty cool. But, I mean, like, it's it's already a game people knew about. Okay, so there were four total things announced in this Nintendo Direct. Technically five. Okay, fine. Technically five. But three of those things were either DLC or games that have already been announced. What about the last thing that they had on the presentation here, Zach? What did what'd they give us? Okay, happy Zach noises for a little bit. Let me switch yeah. position. Happy Zach get, noises. Get a, get a sip of this lime soda here. Wet the palate. Wet the palate. All right, JP. <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei hype. All right, JP, do you know what Shin Megami Tensei is? To be honest, no. This is the first time that I've ever heard of it was when I was watching the direct. Not to say it looked it looked bad. It looks pretty cool. No, and uh, it's funny you said it because I was like, whoa, Shin Megami Tensei 5, where were the other four? That's exactly what I said. I saw this back in January. <laughs> Did you really say that? <laughs> back in January of like 2017? Yeah, when the Switch was coming out. Oh, like, this was wow. The, like, one of the first games they announced was that Shin Megami Tensei 5 was finally coming. Gee, seriously? That long? A few yeah. years later. And so what is cool about this series is this is like... Oh my god, what do you call it when it's like the father? It's not like the father of the series, but like this is the original Persona. Precursor? Yeah, this is like the precursor Persona. Like Persona like branched off of this and focused more on like high schooly kids. And it's funny you say that because I saw the art style. When they first started showing the trailer, I saw the art style and I saw Atlas come up, the game developer, and I was like, oh my god, Persona 5. Finally, Persona 5 to Nintendo Switch. And then... They pulled a fast one on me, but I was pleasantly surprised by what I saw here because Shin Megami Tensei looks like a cool game. It is pretty cool. Shin Megami Tensei like really focuses on like kind of like the old school RPG aspects. So I'm excited to see how they they're gonna innovate for the Switch and things because I don't know. I feel like you can't. The last thing I saw was like Shin Megami Tensei three footage. I didn't look at four yet. Um, I think four was on the DS maybe. So it's been a while. Um, they really focus on Persona, and why not? Because Persona's really put Atlas into the limelight as of late. Yeah, no kidding. Especially Persona 5 really hit the mainstream hard. I mean, hell, we talked about it last week. It was one of PlayStation's top 30 best-selling games at, like, I think 3 million copies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're releasing two Shimagami games. You have Nocturne Remaster, which is the third one. Uh, and I kind of, like, gauged the internet for this one. A lot of people are very excited for this. They do say it, like, this is like a hard series. And they're like, you have, this is like the, you have to get good game. And it's like, you start out, you're on like happy RPG road. Then you get to this boss called the Matador. And Ooh. then uh, that's pretty much like where you figure out if you've learned what you needed to learn to keep going. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's that boss, like you either get it or you don't. Okay. Okay. That's exciting. A lot of positive uh, outlook on that. And then they showed a big CGI trailer for uh, um, Shibigami Tensei 5. And it looks... It looks good. It is a CGI trailer. It looks really cool. You basically have like mountains of demons and like it looked like I think they called him um, Lucifer in the middle and they're about to attack our protagonist whoever it is in like a desert theme and then it flashes to our protagonist, I assume protagonist like shaking hands with like an angel or something and it's like God is dead. Will you believe or something like that? And it's like, you know, super like, what do you call that when like they get really um, theological? Basically, it's like super theological. And it looks it looks pretty neat. Like they've got some good concepts going on there. I mean, that sounds really, really cool. Do you think it propped up the direct trailer as a whole? I mean, was this whole thing worth it? Not even a little bit. I cannot tell you based off my predictions versus what we got. And like I really feel bad for the Shin Megami Tensei fans because like 
that series has kind of always kind of flown on the radar, and now they're kind of going to be associated with this terrible direct. Yeah, what happened to that source? They said it was going to be a big epic direct. It's funny because he tweeted back out. He he was pretty mad because a bunch of Nintendo fanboys got mad at him. I believe it. And we're like, dude, this was trashed. And he's like, dude, guys, I was trying to help you out and tell you the next direct. Apparently they pulled some games the last minute and Nintendo is just doing a really bad job. Like, I don't know. I feel like Nintendo doesn't even know how to play their cards right now, to be honest, which has nothing to do with the tweet or whatever. But like, why wouldn't they show more right now? Like, we have no idea what games are coming out this year. Shin Megami Tensei doesn't come out until 2021. And I mean, that's what I was thinking was because I mean that most people were mad about the direct and I saw a bunch of tweets saying like, oh, look at all these Nintendo crybabies crying because they didn't get what they wanted in their Nintendo direct. But if you think about it logically, the last full Nintendo direct was ages ago. And Zach's completely right. We have no idea what Nintendo has in store right now. This is the first time they've left us completely in the dark for a while. And I don't think you'll be getting a direct or mini direct anytime soon because now they're dealing with their massive IP leak kerfluffle. They'll be fine. That's that's something they lead to the P, like not the PR guys, the uh, lawyers and stuff to figure out how they can. Yeah, let those dorks figure it out. <laughs> what I'm curious to see is if they do something soon. Because I mean, like I kind of get Paper Mario just came out and they did the same thing with Animal Crossing where they didn't release um, a direct right after Animal Crossing, because after Animal Crossing came out, we had no idea what was happening this entire year. Yeah, pretty much. And so I think they waited a full week. And so I'm hoping that they did that little mini direct as to not take away from Paper Mario. But God, it, it looks really bleak right now. If I'm wrong and they don't show anything next week, it looks really bleak for Nintendo. It's like, why aren't you guys like, even like just tweeting out an announcement, like just say like, hey, like this next game is coming in August or whatever. Well, they got to do something and fast because the summer is vastly winding to a close. And that means that the holidays are right around the corner. And if they hope to make any money, they got to start hyping people for their stuff. Especially with PlayStation and Xbox firing on all cylinders right now with, you know, two great demos. The Xbox one we'll get to in a little while. But I mean, it's really generating the hype right now for PlayStation and Xbox. And I know Nintendo usually operates on its own syncopated beat where, you know, they kind of, I feel like they wait for the hype of the PlayStation and Xbox to die down and then release their Nintendo console, which by the way, I think is genius that they do. But yeah, you're not wrong. They need to they need to give us information about what's going on with the company. You know, this isn't a matter of Nintendo fans being crybabies because we didn't get what we wanted in a direct. It's us trying to figure out what is happening right now. What are you guys planning? You know, and you may have just struck a chord there, JP. Like, it may be Nintendo's plan to kind of bow out of this year and not, you know, show what they're hyping, what they want people to be hyped about because they know that they might be overshadowed by the console war that's coming out at the end of the year. It could very well be, but I mean, it's a, when you're releasing a console, if they were releasing a, a new console or something, I'd 100% agree with you. But there's nothing to lose with a game trailer, with game trailer announcements, you know? Like, just letting us know what's going on is all we really want. Nintendo has just done a very poor job communicating this year. And in their defense, this is unprecedented times. Like, COVID is the worst. Yes, that is true. That is absolutely true. In Japan, they, they're they not used to this work-from-home thing. The Nintendo is all Japan. Uh, other than Retro Studios, they're all based in Japan. So, like, they're doing that work-from-home thing, and they're getting their things all figured out. I get that, but it's like, why can't they just give us, like, at least two months ahead? I feel like they're going to announce a game that's going to release in September. Guys, I want to go over their lineup for this year. This lineup for this year is secretly really good. Like, they've had Animal Crossing. This is the best iteration of Animal Crossing we've ever had. They've had Xenoblade. They've remastered it. It looks gorgeous. It's one of the best RPGs of all time, in my very biased opinion. And then they had the, um, what was it, the 51 games? 51 games? <laughs> yeah, the 51 game collaboration. I've been having a good time playing that, to be honest. I love it. It's a super Nintendo thing. I mean, yeah, it's not going to be like light the world on fire with like everyone on excited like Ghost of Tsushima, but like it's still a very Nintendo-y game that people will enjoy with their families. No, definitely. And then a new Paper Mario. Like this hasn't been a bad year, but I just feel like the communication has just been so poor. Well, yeah, we found out about Paper Mario like a month before it came out. Which is fine, like, because, like, these are unprecedented times, but, yeah, it does seem like, 
I want to say that they're definitely not bowing out. They just, I think they're afraid of overpromising and having to delay games because Nintendo is like, they, for the most part, other than Metroid, sadly, they really don't delay games in Breath of the Wild because Zelda's up there too. And I mean, I see where you're coming from on that um, with, you know, not wanting to disappoint fans by inevitably having to create game releases due to the COVID-19 pandemic. But just because you give an announcement doesn't mean it also has to be followed by like a release date. Like I said, all Nintendo fans really want right now is to hear what they have to look forward to. But that's the thing also, JP, like I just said that, like that's how I'm logically thinking. I'm like, that's gotta be what's going on. But they just showed Shin Megami Tensei 5, which is coming out until 2021. Yeah. What the fuck are they doing? So they have all this like speculation and rumors of games that could potentially be coming out this year. We have Bayonetta 3. We have, I forgot so many games in my predictions, guys. We had Bayonetta 3, um, No More Heroes 3, um, Shin Megami Tensei 5, which was there. Yeah. And then they had um, Bravely Default 2. Where was that? This was a partnership. Those are all third-party games that I feel like could have been at least in here and been like, hey, it's coming, guys. You know what it, I mean? It's coming. And then one well, of the rumored games that, they, uh, that they've been scheduled working on, like something. There's some, got to be something going on because there's so much smoke. Something's on fire, damn it. <laughs> I, don't, I just don't know what to tell you, man. I mean, us as Nintendo fans, we're heated about this right now. And it's just, it's hard to understand the catalyst as to why Nintendo has been kind of leaving us in the dark like this. But it's going to be hard to say. I will say that, you know, once they finally do decide to come out of the shadows and give us that actual Nintendo Direct that we've been asking for for a while now, I think it's probably going to be pretty good. I think it's going to drop the shroud a little bit and make it more apparent as to why they had to wait so long to actually come out with announcements because they're not stupid. You know, they know what their fans want. They know we're all waiting. But so there has to be a logical reason as to why they're doing so. And I just think that maybe when we finally get that direct we're all waiting for, maybe we'll see the real reasons as to why that was. That's all I have to say. The last full direct has almost been a year. What was the actual date? September 4th. Oh my God, it really has been. We're coming up on a year. So I really feel that we're going to have a direct either this week or the following week. I just don't know what else they could do without, or like a tweet or something of a new game coming out because I don't know what to do because holidays are coming up soon and they're going to want to hype up a Super Mario remaster. I'm not all doom and gloom on Nintendo because Nintendo's in a really good spot right now. They already have their Switches. They're making their Switches. But I would say that they should get their poop in a group. Does that make sense? They should get their poop in a group. <laughs> I'm still on board with, with Nintendo. I love the Switch. It has no signs of slowing down in sales or game sales. It's just, yeah, you're right. Nintendo definitely does need to step up a little bit and start connecting with their player base a bit more. I'm anticipating something big coming. I really am. And with how, whatever amount of time it takes, I think it's going to be worth the wait. Are you guys done picking on me for how wrong I was? <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about how right Czar was. What did you even say? <laughs> <laughs> he had a few accurate predictions, to be honest. He, had, he said a few things that actually did come true. I, I really did. I was, I was shocked when I saw some of them. So I'm about to give you the complete spotlight, Czar, because I'm sure you've got a lot to say about the event. But do you mind if I just go on my soapbox for one minute? Oh, absolutely. Go for it. I'll, I'll keep it contained. I was very, very impressed with Xbox's event. They obviously came out swinging with the big third-party titles like we thought they were going to with Halo. And, um, well, mostly Halo for me. Because, I mean, like, I mean, there were a bunch of others that people were excited about, like um, State of Decay, a bunch of people were excited for, Fable, a bunch of people were excited for. But for me, it was Halo. But what they did that was great was I said they need to show some loves to the indie developers and to, you know, some off the beaten path games. And that's really what they did. They gave a very diverse showcase. They did a pretty good job of giving most of the games enough time to kind of show what it's about and show off some of its gameplay and what it has to offer. It was a very, very good event. Better than PlayStations, that's completely up for debate. But I will say that now at least I truly consider Xbox really putting up a fight, to be honest. You better relish those words because like I said, I still think PlayStation did the better job, but I also think Xbox really, really stepped up their game for this event. And now Zach and I really want to hear what you have to say. 
All right, all right, all right. So, guys, do you like Jack Black? Who doesn't? Yeah, for real. Is that a, is that a trick question? <laughs> all right, all right. Do you guys like hearing the words world premiere over and over and over? Not really, no. No, it got a little irritating after a while. <laughs> do you like the mean green machine that is Xbox? Oh, boy, because they definitely, they did some good work here. I was, I was thoroughly surprised and happily just as a callback to uh, a comment that Zach made on, on a previous episode, do they even have games? Lols. <laughs> they does. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, just to kick it off, first and foremost, I called this, I even said that this would, would have been the first thing that they were gonna show, Halo Infinite. Oh yeah. Full disclosure, as soon as it started, I kind of tuned out because I was like, yeah, 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 here we go, Halo. We knew this was happening, let's just move on. But holy crap, guys, this is new Halo. Like, this is Halo that has not been done before. Mm -hmm. Open world. This is open world free exploration <laughs> Halo. Oh, very cool. You get to explore a Halo ring at a flawless 60 frames per second. And this ring is several times larger than the last two Halo games combined. And okay, I will say this as as a full disclosure that it's not hard to beat linearly story driven games in size. So I, I was a little surprised why three four three decided to bolster the fact that it was so big compared to the other Halos because those are like start to finish levels. They're not very big. <laughs> yeah, um, but the visuals were stunning. Um, yeah, there's not really a lot else to say about, about the new Halo game. Some people didn't like what they were trying to do, but that's, that's content for another episode. All of you out there should go check out the Halo Infinite trailer if you are at all interested in Halo, because this is actually the first time since Halo Reach that I have been excited for the upcoming Halo. That's, yeah, that was really cool, man. To add on that, don't watch this on your phones. Like, I mean, that's your only option to do it, but like watch this on like something that can get at least 1080p. You know what I mean? Like something oh, that's a little absolutely. bit bigger and get at least 1080p. Because, you know what, Zach? That's actually good advice. Because <laughs> uh, you can't see all the beauty. Like I watched this on my phone at first and I was, because I was in a rush, I was like going between at my job. And then I um, pulled it up on my computer when I got home. Did I tell you guys about my computer? Anyway. I would um, love to hear more. <laughs> Have I told you guys about my awesome PC? I would love to hear more. Yeah. God, we're the worst. Okay. <laughs> we really are, aren't we? I mean, I wasn't not excited for my phone version, but I could definitely take in like, they really put a lot of detail into these trailers and you can't really appreciate it on your phone. And I got a Galaxy Note, which is a pretty big phone. So just saying, watch this on a computer. That is a big phone. God damn. Definitely. Um, also, I will say as a final note for Halo, and I'm honestly a little bit peeved about this, but I had been boasting that this was Master Chief's last game. This was the end of Master Chief's story. <laughs> nope. As it was said in, in the Xbox showcase, this is the next chapter in Master Chief's journey. I don't know how many times this guy can be blown up and shot into the vacuum of space before 343 is like, enough, there are more Spartans out in the world. <laughs> oh, what are you going to do? Halo cells. <laughs> God damn it. Like, put Master Chief to bed. There's so much more Halo. Anyway, I'm done. Next game is Dusk as Dusk Falls. And this is an Xbox Studios, Game Studios game. Um interior night is is that the game developer and this one was was kind of cool i don't actually remember too much of this from watching the showcase this was the old western -y one where they were like experiencing a story and like someone went to jail or whatever it's kind of like a, a story like jp would play like it like you you just make a bunch of decisions and find how the story plays out because there's another one of those that was uh coming up in the list too wasn't there it was um tell me why or something and what's yeah fun what's funny is that's actually the same don't nod which is the studio making the game also made all the life is strange games which i really really liked so right i was uh, like jp's loving it <laughs> I, i'm like oh this has been written all over it the next game is what i'm most excited for is avowed oh yeah which is obsidian oh, yeah. entertainments 
next epic RPG? I saw an article that that claimed that Obsidian is becoming the new Bethesda because Bethesda refuses to Bethesda. What does that even mean? It means that Obsidian knows how to make games. <laughs> and <laughs> goddamn, they had three games at this showcase. Three! This one definitely looked the most far out, but it's like a brand new world, and I want to get lost in a nice fantasy setting. Is that so much to ask? Why can't Bethesda do that? <laughs> is that so much to ask? <laughs> oh, no, it's not. And Zach, what's funny is, you know, uh, tell me why to me is what Avowed was to you. I saw that and I was like, oh, this is Zach. This is Zach's <laughs> kind of game all over it. Yeah. And so continuing that uh, Obsidian train, there was one game from Obsidian that I am actually incredibly excited about. And I wish you guys would get Xboxes because I want to team up with you in Grounded. You, so in Grounded, you play as four basically like prepubescent children that somehow got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And <laughs> now they're in the backyard and just have to survive. We'll be and able to play that on the PC together, right? Yeah, I think it is coming to PC. Everything's coming to Xbox Game Pass, are. Yes, yes, this was, I think that was the big thing that they talked about at the beginning of the event was that all of these games are Xbox Game Pass. And just seeing these children getting devoured by scorpions and giant garden spiders, there was just something that really tickled my fancy about it. Tickled my fancy. Definitely looks like the video game version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, and it's awesome. That's exactly what I thought too. And I loved the part in the trailer when they're like, team up with your friends to fight giant spiders or feed your friend to the giant spider and solo. Am I gonna get fed to the giant spider, guys? As the spider just like munches this poor kid's bones as his friend wanders off in the distance. Like, see a nerd? <laughs> Basically, oh, that game looks great. Um, there was a third one. The Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds, right. Oh, yes, DLC. Yeah. There was DLC for that. Now, see, it's okay when you DLC when you have a hundred other games to talk about. Right? Like, I'm just trying to get through the list. <laughs> I was just about to talk about Forza Motorsport, considering that PlayStation is releasing Horizons. I called this one, too, because, you know, you got to have that competitive racing game. No, to be honest, I mean, Forza wasn't that impressive of a call. but No, it really, that one was... It was pretty on the nose. Another game I really wanted to talk about, and I, I know I didn't say this, and I was thinking it uh, in the episode we talked about our predictions, but we saw something from Rare finally. <laughs> Holy shit, guys, Rare is alive. <laughs> are they making Banjo? They are not, unfortunately. No Conquer, no remake of Grab by the Ghoulies. It's a completely new IP called Everwild. Ooh, this did look good. Yeah, it looked kind of kind of Breath of the Wildy. It definitely had that cartoony like look to it, absolutely. And Rareware, that's that's their art style is very cartoony, but you know, very cool stories. Yeah, absolutely. Was not a lot about it. And this is actually, and I told you guys this that I thought that Xbox's uh showcase was a little sappy. Like when they had the interview with one of the game producers for Everwild, she didn't say anything about the game all she literally did was thank people for the support of the game and i was sitting there for the entire three minutes that she was going on and on like okay can you tell us what you do in the game can you tell us who the main character is and why they're doing what they're doing no you're just gonna sit there and keep keep blubbering over how how grateful you are okay that's fine but uh so yeah we don't know much about this game yet Another one I am incredibly excited about comes from Bloober Team, and I believe they were the ones who made the game's Layer of Fear. Ooh, and what have they got coming out for uh, Xbox Series X? It's called The Medium, and it looks pretty much like it's the same style of Layers of Fear, but really, really scary. And that's not to say that Layers of Fear wasn't scary because you can always hop onto my YouTube channel and watch me basically shit myself playing that game. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. But this <laughs> game looks terrifying. I am so excited. Yeah, I'm always down for a good looking horror game. So absolutely, I'm on that team. I'm on that with you. All right, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on to another one that I called previously because I was so hyped about this. And as I said before, do you guys like Jack Black? And as I told you, who does it? <laughs> is this the pig? Banana? 
of Destiny. <laughs> yes, yes, we all know Tenacious D. So this is a game featured by Double Fine that I'd like to reiterate again that I called Psychonauts 2. Now that was actually a great call. I, I know, I, I don't know why, but I just felt it. I felt like Double Fine was really coming up with something heavy. And God, they did, they delivered. I mean, you didn't see much. It was definitely a teaser trailer. Most of the showcase was. Just seeing the first part of Double Fine pop up, like I, I popped out of my seat and was like, oh my God, it's happening. Oh my God, it's happening. And then the next scene, you see a fully mountain man bearded Jack Black like, are we ready? All right, let's go. And then he just goes into the most amazing vocals. The background song was incredible. Yeah, you're not kidding. That was great. And so, um, as I said before, it's it's like stepping into a Picasso painting. It really is. Following the um, the trials of Rasputin, I, I don't even know whose brain he goes into. I don't. I need to go back and play Psychonauts. I don't know. I'm overly hyped. <laughs> I, I called it. That 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 is all. Be hyped with me, everybody. That was a good call. That was a good call, man. Good for you. All right. So I have one more game that I really want to hype up and talk about before I ask you what games that you guys were pretty interested in. I can already tell you what it's gonna be, but I want you to have the spotlight. What is the games are? You know damn well it was my final prediction. A Fable Reboot. Oh. What an announcement. Oh, it was so cool. I mean, I was a little pissed off about it because it was the last 10 seconds. It was obviously the last hype, you know, the, oh, I thank you, thank you guys for watching today. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with more Xbox Showcase in the near upcoming months before release of the console. Oh, by the way, here's one more game. And then it was, it was just, oh. You watch a fairy get eaten by a toad, and you're like, oh, that is classic Fable right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's some classic Fable. <laughs> I have no idea what they're going to do, but I'm so excited about it. Everything about this Xbox showcase was wicked shiny, guys. It really was. I'm glad at least one of us could be happy this week. Right, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm going to save those and use it as a sound effect. <laughs> All right, guys, so those were the games that I was hyped up about. And obviously we cannot cover all of the games on this list because there were so many of them. Hats off to you, Xbox. You you finally did good by me. <laughs> what were you guys excited to see? Zach, I want to hear you go first. Yeah, so I, one thing I thought was really interesting was Dragon Quest Eleven is coming to Xbox. And this is the Echoes of an Elusive Age, a Switch port that came out. It literally has S in there for Switch. <laughs> it's, in the, it's in the game title. Um, I thought that was really cool. It's an amazing game that you guys should all try if you like RPGs. Uh, what else I really like? The Bland Wonderworld. I think you kind of hit on that a little bit, Zar, but I thought that looked really neat. Action and platformer game themed around the Balan Theater. I'm gonna have to look more into it because I have no idea what I'm saying, but it just looked really wacky and platformy, which, you know, it's fun stuff. Then the final game that I like that Zar didn't mention earlier because I already got in my avowed talk is um, the Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis expansion. Ooh. Oh yeah. So I, I think it was a year and a half ago that Fantasy Star Online 2, like, I don't know what Xbox did, but they brought it to the West basically. And then it released, I think it was earlier this year we talked about it. Um, and it looks really cool. It literally looks like um, Xenoblade Chronicles X. But like with Fantasy Star Online too, like they have all these like outer spacey stuff. You're like going around and like um, you got a sword, you got guns, and you're just doing all these RPG things. And it literally looks like something that's just totally up my alley that I want to play. Absolutely. What about you, JP? What are you looking forward to? I've got a few things that I was pumped up from the Xbox Showcase. Uh, first of all, let's uh, we'll start with a few things off the beaten path. Hello Neighbor Two. Hello Neighbor has been such an enigma game to me because I remember watching like Markiplier play it when it was just a beta. Like, what is happening in this dumb game? Right. I don't know. Was am I, Yeah. Right. And now, but over time, it just kept getting developed and developed until it actually became something kind of cool. It was a game that was the thrill of of being caught doing something raunchy in your neighbor's house. Like, you're only scared because he caught you doing what you weren't supposed to in his dining room. We've all been there. Yeah, unfortunately too many times. <laughs> um, Zach hit the nail on the head. Uh, 
I don't actually I don't remember which one of it you two said it, but Tell Me Why is a game that I was excited about because Don't Nod Entertainment, the studio who's making it, as I said, made the Life is Strange series. And I've played all four of those games. Or I guess there's three. Yeah, there's three. I've played all three of those games. Um, and despite the cringy dialogue and the questionable art style sometimes, I really enjoyed playing them. So I think don't I think Tell Me Why might be able to provide a pretty good experience too. That one definitely looks like a crier. There are usually some pretty emotional games. Hell, even Life is Strange had its moments, but all of them did. Uh, Grounded, Czar, you were not kidding. I literally thought it was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids the game. Right. Mixed with Minecraft mechanics. <laughs> Funny side note about that game. You know the giant yellow spiders that they fought? Yeah. Because like, they had the jumping spiders, the wolf spiders and all that stuff. But then they had the ones with the giant fat yellow ass, right? Thick. I remember <laughs> chunky. <laughs> <laughs> I remember growing up at my parents' house and like they lived out outside of town. So there's a lot of nature around us. And I would go out every fall and catch these giant fucking yellow spiders <laughs> for whatever reason. Because I was, a, I was a weird kid. I hate spiders. I, I don't want to be anywhere near spiders. And these things are like the size of your palm. And so, yeah, that's what you fight and hopefully don't get consumed by in this game. Hey, Zar, just so you know, that's not what a waifu is, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's it, Zar. No waifus for you. Oh, no. <laughs> what were we even talking about? Oh, yeah, games I'm excited for. <laughs> waifus, JP. Oh, I could talk out. Is that this episode? Can we finally talk? No, not yet. Not yet. Cultured. Get cultured, brother. <laughs> the best quote Zach has ever produced. <laughs> Zar, culture yourself, brother. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I'm such an uncultured swine. Two more, two more. Uh, Desk Falls, Zach called this one for me. Yeah, I love interactive. I love interactive drama games, especially when they offer like choices. Like I love Telltale series games like The Walking Dead. Dusk Falls like, looks like it's right up my alley. A great story, a great art style, suspense, drama, guns. Lots of guns. <laughs> yeah, um, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. It's definitely very enticing. It really is. And finally, I'm excited for Halo Infinite, man. I'm very excited for Halo Infinite. I mean, it's like I have not been the hu the biggest Halo fan I've played Halo 2 and then I played Halo 4 on my Xbox 360. And those that's pretty much the extent to my Halo knowledge. Finger's been on the trigger to buy the, the Master Chief collection just because every time I played Halo, I just remember I had a ton of fun. I think going back to a game for nostalgic reasons isn't always necessarily a bad thing, but I mean, they really look like they're about to hit it out of the park with Halo Infinite, with it looking good, playing well, and being open world, I feel like they really are about to do something special with Halo. And I honestly don't want to miss out on it. So I am excited for Halo. Not going to lie. There's a lot of the internet out there that is going to call me an idiot for this. But when I watched the Halo trailer, I was so pumped because I was utterly convinced that the brute that like talks to you through the hologram at the end of the trailer, I totally thought that was Tartarus, who was the main... Uh, Covenant bad guy in Halo 2. I thought it was Thanos. <laughs> Thanos! I was like, no, Thanos, not again. Not here. Not now. Czar, I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> That's too damn bad. <laughs> um, I did forget one game, and I have to talk about this game because as far as game series go, not just video game series, but Tabletops, this is the oldest franchise ever. Like, this has been going since the 50s. Warhammer 40K. Oh, yeah. Finally, Games Workshop is letting go of, of their property and letting people make games about their vastly interesting universes. Because holy shit, they have over 50 years of content just waiting to be made into interactivity. Are there like millions of Warhammer games? Not millions. Um, they they have the occasional. There's a lot of strategy chess games, <laughs> but like they got Vermintide, which is basically Left for Dead, and they have uh, Space Marines, which was a terrible 
Xbox 360 game. But no, Games Workshop holds on to their their content. Um, other than that, uh, I, I suppose I'll just kind of rapid fire, not talk about a couple more of these games. Uh, the Gunk uh, or Tetris Effect Connected. Who doesn't like Tetris? Yeah, right? Like, oh my God, Tetris? <laughs> I love Tetris. Destiny 2 Beyond Light DLC. And yeah, I think that about did it for the games. I think we covered most of them. Oh, I've got one. Uh, they talked a little bit about Ori and the Will of the Wisps. And yeah. That looked gorgeous. I still haven't played that. Honestly, that's probably going to be a game I buy on my PC. But still, just giving it the spotlight for a little while in the trailer was who doesn't like Ori and the Will of the Wisps? Literally the epitome of beautiful art style in a game. And frustration and side-scrolling platformers. Uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> just like limbo. What an interesting week. Having two completely polarizing showcases within a few days of one another. One with Nintendo kind of just throwing a curveball and leaving us kind of, you know, wondering what's happening next. And Xbox coming out and surprising a lot of people with how good their showcase was. No doubt it was super interesting. It's been an interesting yeah. few days. It's been an emotional roller coaster. One one of the game showcases filled with tears, the other filled with tears of joy. <laughs> <laughs> which one was it? <laughs> Zach, which was it? <laughs> As Zach cries. Sad Nintendo noises. Uh, but Zach was right. I mean, Nintendo is still in a decent spot, you know, because I, I still haven't been able to find a Switch in any of the stores. You know, it's just, we just want news. We just want to know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. And so circling back to a statement that JP made at the beginning of, of the Xbox talk, do I think that the Xbox showcase was better than PlayStation's? Not by miles. It was good, and I am an Xbox fanboy till the day I die, but there was no competing with PlayStation. They knocked it out of the water. I'm just glad Xbox didn't go with this showcase before PlayStation, because could you imagine if Xbox set this as the bar and then PlayStation came out? They would have lost the console war. They were pretty strategic with that. And I want to go as far as say I lost console war, but like, you're right. Like it's a good thing they led with kind of that, I want to say dud, but more of that indie featured thing or someone, I think more like ports and stuff. Third that party, one. stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Sony and then like Sony strike with the first party. Yeah. I really think Xbox did a really good job here. The difference between Sony and Xbox is that exclusivity. And like now Xbox has some exclusives. Like you have Fable. It's not ready yet, but like they're working hard on it. Yeah. Um, you have Halo, which everyone knew about. We always joke about it. And now you have games like, what was it? This Is Us, Obsidian's games, the, the Vampire game. Was that? Uh, sorry, I got to make sure I do this. But Sea of Thieves too, by the way. That looks like it's going to be good. That's an Xbox exclusive. The State of Decay series, the Fantasy Store Online, and then As Dust Falls. Like, they're finally making games. Now we want to see if that's going to be at the same quality as your Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and your... Ratchet and Clank, uh, was it Rift oh, Apart? Oh, Ratchet and Clank looked so good. <laughs> yeah. Xbox definitely brought more stuff, but the problem with Xbox is a lot of people, like, other than Halo, like, they're kind of, like, you don't really know too much about it. Well, that's what Xbox has always been known for. Like, if you get an Xbox skin, it's going to be a Halo skin nine out of ten times because that's, like, their only notable notability. But that's part of the reason why I think Xbox really did a way better job in the showcase is because they're getting out of their comfort zone. They're looking for new IPs, you know? Like, with PlayStation, I almost feel like when they do something new, people have the expectation that it's going to be good, if that makes sense. Because it's like, well, PlayStation always knocks it out of the park with its exclusives. But as we've seen with The Last of Us Part Two, that can backfire really, really easily and really, really hard. Oh, yeah. So I think Xbox is doing something really great here with trying to get out of their comfort zone, trying to give the spotlight to new IPs and indie developers. It's what I've wanted all along. And what was even cool was they closed out this showcase by saying, now, all of you out there might notice all of the game industries that we show at the bottom, we didn't even get to half of those. 
And that's because we're coming out with more showcases. So they're going to be doing this type of thing a couple more times this year. And this isn't just like me being the PlayStation guy, but I judge, I just kind of want like a brief explanation from you guys. Why did PlayStation kind of hit the mark with you better on their showcase than Xbox did? Well, for me, for one, um, and I know you guys, you guys gave me crap about this, but I felt like Xbox kind of went with the feels on this one. They wanted to, uh, and I don't even want to say this, but almost guilt you into buying their system with, with their feels. Like, Sure. Jack Black was awesome. Loved him. But some of the developers that just sat on screen for minutes at a time, thanking you for buying their game, supporting their game. And you're talking about the pre-show, correct? Yes. Well, the pre-show and a little bit during the showcase as well, but mostly the pre-show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mostly the pre-show, but a little bit during the showcases too. What, What JP and I discussed with the PlayStation exclusive is they just got down to the nitty gritty. They got to the games and that is all they did. There was maybe like a couple 30 second interviews with the developers that are like, here's this awesome game and here's why it's awesome now, enjoy. And it was, it had to have been like twice the games Xbox had shown. That's kind of what missed for me with Xbox. Otherwise it was, it was really cool. I just wish it wasn't all teaser trailers. I wanted to see more gameplay. There was a real lack of gameplay for most of these games. Zach, what about you? Yeah, I feel like these companies are like neck and neck as far as it goes. Like PlayStation just has that exclusive bonus thing. But I think where Xbox is kind of battling back here, Xbox Game Pass has got to be the best value in gaming. Period. Oh my God, that it really, really is. You are not wrong. I'm not going to lie. They definitely have a good share of the market just with game pass and i don't know how they make money off of that but the fact is like i'm like waiting to like buy it because i want to wait until it gets close to when halo's coming out um just so i can play halo day one i get to play halo for one dollar on my computer are you fucking kidding me like yeah you're not wrong what you're not wrong it's it's an interest it's interesting to see where this is going to go with the subscription based service of being able to play games instead I think for hardcore gamers like us, we're going to really reap the benefits because we're playing all these games. I think for a more casual crowd, it's not going to be as worth it because, you know, if it were like $10 a month, the three of us would be like, hell yeah, that's worth it. Do you know how many games I'm going to play? Oh, it's a nightmare for me because I'm a hundred percenter. Oh, that, yeah, that sucks. (laughs) It doesn't work. Sorry, I play RPGs, buddy. 100%ing things. It it doesn't happen. (laughs) Zach, uh, anything else to add as to why you thought PlayStation's just hit the mark just a little bit more for you than uh, Xbox's? Hey, hey, no, that's not what I'm saying at all, JP. Stop trying to, stop trying to do that. I'm saying, (laughs) I'm saying, I'm saying they're tied, honestly. You you really do think, even after both these showcases, you're going with more of like a tie? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I really want Ratchet and Clank, and I really want Spider-Man. I also really want Halo. I also really want Avowed. I don't care for Forza or Horizon or whichever one the PlayStation one is. None of those things interest me. Like, not Horizon Zero Dawn. That one does interest me. Sorry. <laughs> that one's good. I mean, the, the racing game. What is that one called? For PlayStations, is Gran Turismo. Xboxes is Forza. Okay, that's what I meant. Horizon Zero Dawn Horizon's awesome. a racing game, though. I know there's a racing game called Horizon. Okay, cool. So Zara knows <laughs> I'm not totally stupid. Thank you, Zara. Um, so, yeah, I think there's really a bunch of good stuff. But I I guess if I had to give it, it would still be PlayStation, JP, just because they are showing more gameplay. And really, the only gameplay that I remember is, like, the Ratchet and Clank gameplay that looks so smooth and buttery. And then on my end, obviously, I'm biased. But, I mean, if I were to take away the bias and look at this subjectively, I think PlayStation did a better job of, one, showing actual gameplay of every single game that they advertised in that showcase, which, except for Grand Theft Auto V, technically, but who cares about Grand Theft Auto V at this point? Just say it. <laughs> Truth. TBH. Who cares about Grand Theft Auto anymore? PlayStation gave actual gameplay. I felt like PlayStation was way more ambitious with some of the titles that it showed off. Bug Snacks. Guys, Bug Snacks. Bug Snacks. (laughs) Like, who was that game for? (laughs) Hey, we got something close called Grounded. It's just a little darker. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think Grounded looks like it'd be, I'd have more fun playing Grounded than Bugsnax. It's like Left 4 Dead and uh, Fortnite had a, a weird bastardized love child. Bugsnax is the knack of, of <laughs> Xbox. That's what, those are Donkey's words. And he is so right. <laughs> <laughs> 
On top of that, I also felt like PlayStation did a better job of fleshing out what what each game was going to be about. You really got a feel for like what the story of the game was going to be and even a little bit of the gameplay. So that was my criticism, too, is that a lot of these Xbox games, you had no idea what was going on. You didn't know what the gameplay was. You didn't know what the story was. You didn't even know who the main character was. And it's really interesting talking about this because including you two, I've probably had a conversation with about 10 different people about this right now, who they thought had the better showcase and seven about seven of us said that we think playstations was better maybe two of us said that we think they were about tied you know playstation had great stuff so did xbox i've only had one person and you know who you are tell me that you (laughs) he's listening i know he is (laughs) shout out to him i love him so much i love him too but i'm just saying there's only been one person so far Our good friend Peaches, he goes by Peaches, who has said that he thinks Xbox event blew PlayStations out of the water. And obviously everyone's entitled to their own opinion. And I'll definitely say, like, I admitted, even with my Xbox bias, that I thought PlayStation's event was better. But I do not think that that Xbox or PlayStation blew the other company out of the water. It was a very close matchup with the showcase. Exactly it. I mean, at the very least, I would admit that I think maybe in some aspects they're neck and neck. But to think that Xbox blew PlayStation out of the water, quote unquote, no way. Nintendo! Had an eight minute mini direct. (laughs) (laughs) Between Xbox and... And between PlayStation, (laughs) there were no winners. But one thing is for sure. This time, Nintendo lost. (laughs) I sure did. Sad Nintendo noise. Nintendo, Nintendo. (laughs) Zach, for what it's worth, I'm really looking forward to when we can look past this at the next Great Direct 2, buddy. We'll we'll watch it together. Hopefully COVID will be over and we can just have like a a viewing party. Wouldn't that be nice? Man, that would be the dream. Invite a few of our friends over and just have, I don't know, snacks and... We'll still all wear bubble suits though. You're not wearing your bubble suit right now? I mean, of course I am. I want a bubble suit. (gasps) You don't have one? I mean, of course. He's got the Rona. He's Uh, got the Rona. No, No, I'm too young. (laughs) (laughs) Take him down. Take him down! Who are you talking? <laughs> JP's mic just goes to static. <laughs> well, we need a new editor. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. One thing I can really say for sure, this has been a very exciting week for gaming. This has been quite the week for gaming. As far as quantity goes, we got a lot on our plates. And with that said... I think it's about time to wrap this up, boys. What do you say? I'm tired. I want to go to bed. I'm sad that we're done talking about Xbox. Yeah, Xbox doesn't get the spotlight as often, and sometimes I actually kind of feel bad about that. Well, the last time we had a big Xbox talk, I was gone. Yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was Zach's idea. Good job, Zach. Got him. You guys did that on purpose. Nah, man, we didn't. Nah, you're crazy. At least I got my two cents in this week. Thank you all so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We will see you in the next episode. You just got your game tea. Bye.